This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. We are in a familiar place this week. I'm with Krista Hall. How are you? I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you? Very good. We are, uh, I feel like this is our old stomping grounds now. Well, but it looks way different (laughs) from the last time we were here. We were here in the summer. And you know what's going to be really good with the video portion of this? We're going to compare where we were to where we are. And it's the same place. Yes. Sitting basically in the same corner, just a little bit off to the the right. 100%. So people don't know. I didn't even say where we were. We're at Nonsuch Brewing at 125 Pacific Avenue in the exchange. Yes, sir. We're we're talking to Matt. That's me. He's like our homeboy now. He's like our our brother. (laughs) Just going to form part of the show. He brought us beer. You know, we got to start with the cheers again. Hey. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, that's yummy. Okay, and what is that that we're drinking? It is the Prairie Common. So uh, what we did is um, uh, California Common is a style that has uh, that was established by uh, Anchor Steam, mm-hmm. uh, a brewery um, in, the, in the U.S. And so um, a lot of people these days are brewing the California Common. So it's that interpretation. And so for Manitoba 150, we decided... Well, why don't we do a prairie common? And so what we did is we took the, the idea of the common and then we um, brewed with 100% um, prairie ingredients. So uh, local barley, local hops, uh, local water. Uh, of course, the yeast isn't local, but I mean, uh, everything else is. So we came up, Mark coined it the prairie common. Strangely enough, you know, we love the beer here. The beer here is always awesome. But today... We're really going to focus on the food. Yeah. Right. You guys did a, a really large renovation. You know what? Maybe we'll give people some background on, you know, your, your brewing company, how you got into it. Then we'll talk about how you got the space and what it's turned into now. Sure. Well, um, so uh, uh, four co-founders, it was myself, uh, Ben Myers, uh, Ty Johnston, and Mark Borowski. We got together. We really rallied around this idea of um, uh, making Manitoba proud. We often referred to Nonsuch as our love letter to Manitoba. And so we, we, we love our home. We don't want to leave. Uh, we're very proud to be here. We're, we, we firmly believe that we've had some pretty amazing opportunities because we're from Manitoba. And so we really want uh, to participate and, and have a voice in, 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 in at least trying to shape its cultural future. And, and this is what Nonsuch is for us. It's, it's that way of get, of of getting us into that crowd and saying, hey, hey, wait, wait, we, we got a voice. We, we can maybe do something cool here. And then the other part is we, we really, um, uh, we, we call it crafting moments or making moments. And we really want to live vicariously through other people's moments by creating something exceptional um, and, and have it be memorable. And so we say from, from the little moments to the big moments, we go beyond the bottle. We want to celebrate those times worth remembering and so that was the the two main ideas as to why we wanted to build nonsuch and we decided to choose beer to do that i was about to go how many beers did it take to come up with that concept (laughs) (laughs) a good amount of beers a good amount of beers um it was um yeah i mean it was all kind of there floating in everyone's minds and and i think that's why we were able to rally around and really uh very fortunate to have the team we have is that um, it was easy, right? It was just like, yes, this, this is all what we want. And so that was that. First time we did an, an interview, we were just back in the kitchen. And what I said to you was every time, it just it's like shock and awe for me every time we meet because 
you've evolved into something. We, we were three guys in a studio talking about, yeah, hey, we've got a beer company and we need a, we need a brewery, we need to find a place to we brew. We didn't have a brewery. You know what I mean? <laughs> we were and brewing now, out of Barnhammer. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and then we came here and you had gotten the building and you, know, you were doing some renovations. You were kind of in half of the building and this was all kind of being done. We had no idea what it was going to turn into. And now it's evolved into this. Yeah. So how did the evolution of this company turn into this? And was it on purpose? Yes, I, I, I love that question, uh, and the fact that you're you're you know, you're very you're very much noticing this this evolution. That was another thing that we were really excited about when we got together as, as a team. We're like, let's build the smallest brewery you could possibly think of, right? And just iterate, iterate, iterate. That's what we pride ourselves on. We we build, we measure, and we learn, and then and then we, we call it the, the feedback loop, right? And we just keep going through it. We're always iterating. Uh, everything's kind of always in flux, right? Nothing's ever 100% in concrete because we're always looking at, oh, what's going to be the result of this idea? What's going to be the result of this idea? Um, and we're trying to push the envelope so we can't maybe just like, blah, just sort of throw it out there. We want to slowly ease into different ideas, right? Um, how, how do you know if, if what you've evolved into or whatever idea that you've done is successful or not? How do you measure that? That's a really good question. Lots of it is is gut. Um, some of it is straight economics, right? Like business, just right. We're know, selling a ton of that, so exactly, let's keep doing that. Exactly. And um, some of it is is just conversations with people. How does this? How do you feel? What do you you know? What are you thinking? How you know? How did how did how did you enjoy your evening? Is there anything we can do better? I love that question. I ask so many people that question. Not because I'll necessarily just like verbatim do what they'll say. I might not. I, I, actually, I very often ignore that feedback. That's okay, though. I want to hear it. And it's valuable. Even if I don't do anything about it, I really, really want to hear it. Because maybe further down the road, I go, you know what? I've, I've heard this quite a few times. And, and now I've realized we do need to iterate on this. Maybe it does need to be improved. Or maybe it's fine the way it is, right? And just kind of always listening and always trying to learn. It's always about learning. And when it's always about learning, then there's the, it's, it's, it's so silly. It's so simple. But it's when you're always learning, you're not really making mistakes because you're learning. So even a mistake is a lesson. It's like, oh, yeah, we learned that this didn't succeed. Perfect. Instead of, oh, man, you know, we set out to do this and it didn't turn out and we're a bunch of idiots and we don't know. At least you know not to do that again, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And so it's easier to accept mistakes and and because I don't even consider them mistakes. Does that make sense? Yeah, I try to tell that to people all the time. And say, yeah, I didn't, I messed that up, but it's not really a mistake. They just don't believe me. Chris never does. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this. Right? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to flip it the way that you just flipped it. Um, when, when people are giving you feedback, do you actually document that? Do you actually sit there and document it, or do you, you know, like mark it down so that you can actually do your? It's almost like human analytics, like yep. a non-computer version, yeah. an offline version of analytics on what you've actually learned to see what you've, right, what you've the feedback that you've gotten the most? I should be, uh, maybe more. I do, certainly. Um, we use a, a, an internal pr- uh, communication program, right? Very easy to send messages to the entire team or to a select group of people. So whenever we're getting feedback, uh, positive or negative, uh, be it a Google review, be it uh, on our uh, POS system, be it face-to-face, right? We're always going to mention, all right, we heard this, we heard that, this person said that, this person loved that, Um 
and we will document it. Maybe not rigorously, like a, like a, like at an analytics level right now. It's maybe more anecdotal, and we're just kind of getting a good sense for it. But um, it would be cool to get to that point where it's just like hard numbers. But Ooh, we got a lot to talk about. Like it's it's hard to actually pay attention to what you're saying when this food is in place in front of us. <laughs> So like you're lucky you're getting our undivided. I'm telling you that right now. All right, we're gonna we're here at Non Such Brewery, 125 Pacific, here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the second segment of the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Krista Hall here. Who's he? That is Matt Saburin. Saburin, yes. That's good. Very good. So you know, so when anything I don't want to pronounce, I just push on her live. Go, hey, Krista, who, who that? How do, you pronounce, how do you pronounce his name? And she's like, uh, uh, Kevin, I hate your guts. Let me give it a go. So fun working with him. Yeah. I'm literally the worst. I'm going to admit it outright. Okay, so non-such brewing. Yeah. We are in your new, is it finished? Yes. Finished for now? Finished, Finished for, now. for now. We're always evolving. I like, know you are. It's, We're going to um, do some stuff back there in the yes, kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But so, this, the, the main area is now. Yeah. Where we're seated is done. Yeah, we're not no plans to change what you're seeing right now. We are working on a kitchen renovation, so that's going to permit permit us to take this to a whole other level. Cuz right now we're we're cooking in a kitchen that was designed for pizzas. So oh, yeah. the farthest thing we don't have a pizza on our menu, right? So uh, we are we are not working with the tools we need, and so that's where we're trying to get, get to next. Again, build, measure, learn, right? And so we thought, you know what? We have a kitchen. Let's um, let's see if we can see some success with food, and we did. Perfect. Now we can safely invest in the kitchen. What if what if we would have built a kitchen and nobody would have came? Go. Right. So. So That's very true, right? First, they drink the beer and they eat the food, and yep. now, now there's the kitchen. Well, you guys were selling beer before you even had a place to sell beer, as we mentioned before. Yes, you yes. knew that everybody wanted the beer. Thor loves their beer. That was what I bought. The guy that our guy that works with us, he's a foodie. Your beer was the beer I bought him for Christmas. Really? Yes. Thank you. Right, and this guy. Do you remember is what you got? Was old it a ale? bottle or a ca- old ale? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Do you guys still make old ale? Yes. Yep. Yeah. We just put it back on tap this week. How many beers do you have on tap? Uh, Typically, uh, we'll say um, six to eight, depending on only yours. All of ours. Yeah. Right now we have a cider from Dead Horse. Yeah. And we're actually working with Dead Horse to um, come up with our own. So we'll be fermenting, making our own cider once we get all the licenses in place and all that. And uh, Marcus from Dead Horse has been. Kind enough to to want to work with us, right? We like Marcus. Whole, pardon me. We like Marcus. Yeah, you know Marcus. Yes, there you yes, go. yes. He was on our show a few months ago. Oh man, Marcus awesome is guy. great. Yeah, Marcus is great. And uh, you know the whole craft mentality. Tides raise all ship, right? Uh, all ships. And so, um, yeah, um, we're talking about. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. But we are definitely having discussions to see if we can get our own cider in. The ceiling. What's the deal with the ceiling? Like. Yeah. So, for those who visited our space before or who haven't, uh, we have like two distinct yet cohesive spaces in that one side, um, maybe a little bit more loungy, right? It's in the entire ceiling is covered with gold umbrellas. 
Um, and so we thought, well, how do we one up the space? This was supposed to be temporary. This was we were supposed to gut that place three months after we opened. It was just a quick way to say, hey, we're here. We're going to shut down for a while. What changed that? Uh, we were we were busy, um, and we we felt there was maybe going to be sheer outrage if we took down the umbrellas. So I, I can't. I I wouldn't think you could top the umbrellas. And then I walked in here. Right. This is beautiful. So you we think this tops the umbrellas. I think it's equal to the umbrellas. Oh, I don't know. There's just. I think it tops the umbrellas. I tops umbrellas. Well, I mean, I, it's it's you know it's a tough act to follow, but it's beautiful. But when I look you. at it, I think not only beautiful. How long did it take you to do it? It took forever. So we have the umbrellas. So what we wanted to do was uh, what the designers came up with. This is Fireside Design. They came up with the umbrellas. And then um, uh, we said, well, geez, everybody loves the umbrellas. What are we going to do? Um, and so I was talking to Jacqueline one night here in the, in the tap room thinking, well, I think the umbrellas are going to have to stay and we're going to have to one up the umbrellas. How are we going to, how are you going to do this? Right. That's the problem with doing something that's that awesome. How are you going right. to, how are you going to one up awesome? Yeah, right? exactly. And, and I could almost see the concern I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, they killed it. They came back with this amazing concept. And what we've done is we've covered this entire ceiling as well with hanging tassels. And so think umbrella and think rain. We call this the rain room. So thinking clouds and waves and rain. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Yep. And so what we've done, we've handmade by wonderful, wonderful volunteers, families, friends. Voluntold. Voluntold, (laughs) maybe. Uh, There are 3,300 individual pieces that all have their own height and their own color. And so we had a full grid, a map. We We needed like on the ground project coordinators barking orders i need this i need this length you need to hang this here um it was quite the endeavor it was four days anywhere between 12 to 18 volunteers anywhere between 8 to 16 hours and go 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 because we were down to the wire and we needed this open for nuit blanche because the first year we opened up the umbrella room for nuit blanche so this was nuit blanche 2018 um, and so now this was New Balance 2019, and and it was pretty proud, pretty amazing feeling to have felt like we did it again, yeah. right? We did something That's exceptional right. again. 100. Was there a point when you when you chose that when you started to work for it that you wanted to change to something else because it was so much effort, or you were wondering if you're ever going to get it done? Oh, so that first night we were. Um, we had brought it. I, I think we were like a, we were the team of twelve or whatever, like the smallest amount, whatever it was, or maybe it was eight, eight or or ten, twelve, and we didn't. We spent. We worked till three a.m. and we didn't even get ten percent of it done. Right. So at that point, you know, sometimes you start something. You're like, what are we thinking? We're never going to get this done. It was impossible. It so was, were you thinking maybe we should not do this, or we're go- we're doing it? Oh well, we had no choice. So we had to. We had to be open for New Blanche. I mean, so it was, I literally called every person that I could call. Hey, hey Bobby, yeah, I know we haven't talked for a while, but uh, yeah, you want to, you I figured you want to come down and have a beer? Basically. <laughs> but you know what was amazing is that everyone just said yes. It was so heartwarming. I mean, it was. They want beer. It I'm going to tell you that straight maybe, up. If you call me, maybe. you say, Kev, yeah, can you do some work for me? I would just go. Yes, like <laughs> and I would measure it in beer. That's all. I'd be completely hammered by the time I left, but it would. I'd still do good work. 
I believe that. So when we came in, you you pointed out an area and you called it the stage. Do you have live music in this? Yeah, so um, we're just starting to develop that. We're working actually on a concept of a subscription, um, um, uh, like a jazz subscription. Working on it, it's not going to happen anytime soon, but it's an idea we have. But we've had the WSO in here. Uh, we've had um, a few other performances as well. And yeah, we this was built uh, for two reasons. Just to create a nice little corner to sit on, exactly like this customer is doing right now. Um, but also to uh, move out those little couches and, and have a, maybe a three-piece or a four-piece crammed up on there to do some live music, for nice, sure. Nice, very nice. So next week, we're having the WSO back again. We're going to have a five-piece performing. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. We're working with the with the WSO, and uh, they're coming in here, and um, we have a partnership going with them. So they, they come and perform, and it's pretty cool. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, I'm getting the wrap-up finger. That means we've talked a lot. Um, and we're going into the next segment, so we're going to take a little break for news, weather, and sports. Then we're going to return, and we're going to talk about the food. We're going to talk right. about the Globe and Mail article that really highlights what you've done here in the food industry, okay, the restaurant industry. When who knew? Crazy. Uh, it's Kevin Bergen and Krista Hall. We're at Nonsuch Brewing at 125 Pacific. Here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back after the news, weather, and sports to the main ingredient. It's Kevin Bergen here. Krista Hall here. Matt over there. I'm not going to say his last name. <laughs> say it. Sabonet. Sabonet. It's called Sabonet. Sabonet. There you go. Sabonet. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. I'm, I I'm, thought after those first two segments, you may run away, uh, but um, we're glad you stayed. I'm, I very much enjoy spending time with you both. So um, It's gotten uh, it's a little good. moody in here. It's gotten it's a little got, darker. It's right, right on cue almost. All right, look at that. Oh, there oh, we go. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. People aren't going to be able to see me. I'm, I'm black, <laughs> just so you know. Who's ever controlling those lights? I'm really dark. Um, <laughs> all right. Look at the food that's highlighted with that oh, light. Oh, dude, the food. Did you ever think when you started this company, a beer company, that you'd be producing food like the restaurant that you guys have created, food like that? Absolutely not. In fact, um, when we were originally talking about the company, we said we are absolutely not doing a restaurant. We are not doing a brew pub. Um, we wanted to stay away from the restaurant, right? The notorious reputation of restaurants. Again, when you, when we met and talked the first time, yeah, you just seem like, man, just a few guys. Let's brew some. Let's brew some beer and sell it. Yep, that's all we want to do. Brew yep. some beer, sell sell a little bit, and be done with it. Yeah, today. I mean, we still very much wanted to create an exceptional experience. We were looking for a space that was going to feel like no other space we wanted it to be the nicest space in the city you know all those things absolutely um but to have a restaurant and a menu to this extent definitely not i mean there are there are absolutely some of the components we talked about in the, in our original business plan we talked about oysters we talked about charcuterie um what else was on there i think maybe we had mussels and cheese boards but you know um to to have Tyrone and his team just take it to a whole other level was was super exciting. When we moved into this space and we had the kitchen, well, then we said, well, geez, we have it. So if we're going to do it, we need to do it right. And so we searched 
for a long time for the right partner. We waited and waited until yeah. Tyrone. How did, how did, how did you find Tyrone? Tyrone? Number one is he seems like literally the coolest dude on the planet. He's he's fantastic. He's like laid back. He, he is so laid back. He is such a great person, such a great fit to the team. Um, I uh, learned of him actually through a close family friend who, get this, also connected us to Fireside Design, who did both spaces. This person, his name is one David Reimer. One person connected one person. with him and this. Yes. Wow. Yes, he's a very close, dear friend. In fact, as soon as we're done this interview, uh, I'm doing a tasting with him. He's bringing a bunch of his friends in, and we're doing a tasting together. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he's, he, he is amazing. Um, and he met him at the lake and just became friends. And now we hang out on the weekends and whatever. And he uh, a good pointers. Oh, man. He, he just he understands what we're trying to do and thought you, you, he suggested you really should contact Tyrone. He, he might be the, the guy you're looking for. So reached out on Instagram. Hey, I'm Matt. We're doing this thing. Are you interested? Uh, Tyrone was actually looking at other things. He was uh, maybe considering leaving leaving cooking altogether. And uh, That would have been like a shame. That would have been, been, yes. The terrible. community would have, would have lost a lot of talent. And um, uh, I guess we were able to woo him back. I don't know. And uh, now we're here today. And uh, mentions in the Globe and Mail. It's yes, crazy. I was gonna say, and so in the Glo- Globe and Mail, you were named as second best new restaurant in the Prairie Top Ten. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's <laughs> for guys who weren't even considering getting in the restaurant industry. And Tyrone's okay, so cooking ha- in the kitchen, designed for pizzas. <laughs> did you guys know that was coming out? Uh, no. How did no. you find out um, that, you, that you were so, going to be included in that? Uh, we knew Dan was coming around that night or i should say tyrone ran into dan um the uh the the journalist uh the night before and said uh oh by the way um i I might be stopping in tomorrow i don't know um but that was that and so we're like okay well i don't i mean we're just gonna do our thing right we didn't change anything we didn't change the menu we were just we're us we're doing our thing and he did in fact come uh i stopped i said hello uh he had some questions like why the why the unique service of beer at the wall there, right? There's no bar and had some questions about that, had some questions about our choice of the menu. Uh, and that was that. I didn't want to overstay my welcome or whatever. So I just let him be. And then about a week or two later, boom, had no idea. No idea. What does everybody else here think of that? Like, that's insane. Right? Was it what? Sorry, I said. What does everybody? What did Tyrone think of it when you guys? Oh well, we were over the moon. I mean, what great validation first and foremost. The 100%. effort, right? I mean, yep. it just um, the entire kitchen team, the entire team. We were we're just so passionate. I I, I feel so fortunate to ha- to to have a team that cares so much about this company, and there are no exceptions. Everybody cares deeply. Everybody wants to just produce the best possible products we can produce, be it the beer, be it the food, be it the experience. And, um, and this was just validation that we need to push hard. We were talking about dropping another hundred grand in the kitchen and, and it was already, it was already just a decision. We agreed that was, that needed to happen. But that article was just like, okay, no, why? I mean, this needs to happen now. We need to go, go, go. This is, this was validation to maintain that momentum. He's probably one of Tyrone's best friends and came in here. Tyrone's like, man, I need a, be- a better kitchen. So come inside. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. 
No, we got to. Uh, Tyrone made us a couple dishes tonight. Yeah, let's, let's talk about these. Mentioned in the article. Yes. And so tell us about these. Yeah. So what's really really exciting is, I mean, um, I've always been really excited about charcuterie in general, right? I mentioned earlier that that it's it, it was in our business plan to begin with, but this is just to a whole other level because this is all in house. Tyrone hand makes all of these cures. Is this what he was rolling in back? He was making so he was making something that was quite similar to, to this guy here, the soposada, mm-hmm. um, with a with a new take on it, uh, different spices. He adds he's adding red wine to the one that you took uh, some shots of. Nice. Um, and I love that the hand cut fat, and so the marbling really comes out strong, right? And it's just nice and beautiful. You know, I'm just, and I'm just gonna, I'm just give, gonna her, that. give her. There, this is the horse. This is the horse. Yeah. So never had horse. So it's oh, what? There you go. Horse. Like, is horse? Yeah. Shavad. People eat horse? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Try it. I've never tried it before. Really? Mm-hmm. The meat is, um, it's got like this subtle gaminess to it almost, but like, it's, it's really, really nice. It's good. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. And you have some of your own pickled. Mm-hmm. So pickles and... We pickle in-house. We have our own mustard in-house. All of the meats are cured in-house. Do, do you sell the, the mustard? No, we don't. Although um, we are taking over another 5,000 square feet of warehousing space directly next door. And so we're toying with some ideas of maybe expanding this program and maybe considering selling to others. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. How do you how do you decide what's on your menu? I know uh, that I went online. It's not online because you guys change it often, right? Right, correct. Um, we are working on a solution that might be live, actually. So maybe our menu will eventually be online. You mean like live changes? Change. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see. But um, yeah, uh, the menu is based on whatever uh, Tyrone is inspired to make. He also gives quite a bit of latitude to um, Christopher uh, Kuras, who um, is our other chef. He comes up with quite a few our dishes, uh, of our dishes as well. Like the tuna dish that, that's on the menu tonight is actually Chris, Chris's dish. Wow, I can't speak right now. It's actually Chris's uh, dish. Um, but yeah, it's whatever whatever's freshest. There's a big focus on local ingredients freshest most appropriate ingredients at that time right we're not going to keep something on the menu because it's on the menu and popular if the ingredients are degrading or it's just not the right time to serve it we're going to move on we're going to come up with something uh, hopefully that's even better right we're really getting into our groove we understand who we are we we understand what works and so uh it seems like every dish now that we put out is is the new best dish so it's a pretty good feeling to feel like we're always leveling up every single time tell us about this dish here that's the baba ganoush so that is um smoked and cooked um eggplant as the base almost like a almost like a hummus type uh, texture uh, with some squash I believe the squash is fermented and um, there is uh, mustards and cherries and honey and uh, duca if I'm not mistaken um, all sorts of things going on with that toast yeah. and then okay, the toast what did, you, what did you describe it earlier as um, yeah so um, that was a pretty fun little quote that uh, Dan had said on the uh, Globe and Mail article he said that the baba ganoush was like the cooler, older 
cousin of the avocado toast. And so, <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I hate it. Can you tell? <laughs> you were going to say something about the toast. Um, so the toast has uh, spent grains. And so once we are done brewing with the grains, uh, the kitchen team will take some of those grains that otherwise go to animal feed, and uh, we use some of it in our wow. bread. And so we're closing that loop. The same you're allergic to nuts? It's really good. I watched him make it, and the thing about it was I thought he was done <laughs> 10 times before he was done. <laughs> he would put something else on, then turn his back, and I'm thinking, okay, he's done. Then he'd open something else, put something else on, and something else, and something else. I'm like, holy smokes. So good. It's quite the creation. Alrighty, so we're going to take a little break. I'm actually going to cram my face with a lot of food. Look at you. You're, you're all polite, and you have a your own plate. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, I just down it. That's how we're supposed to be doing it. Yeah, I'm a savage. Oh, I don't have any manners. This hasn't civilized. touched anything yet, so this could be... Um, we're going to take a little break and return with more non-such brewing. You're on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the last segment of the main ingredient. That last break... Chris and I, Brett on such brewing, 125 Pacific. We ate a lot of food. We did. You, like, yeah, that was a long break. We, we, we didn't. You didn't hate that, did you? No. <laughs> and we're not done yet. We're not done yet. First, you brought out a new beer. I did. Yeah. So we literally just canned this this morning. Cheers. So it is our cheers. Cheers. Our raspberry kettle sour that we actually did for Valentine's Day. Because it's pink. Mm -hmm. It's got a nice pink color. It tastes so good. How many of those could you kick back in the summertime? <laughs> yeah, so I, we fell in love with these glasses like right away. Um, uh, for those of you who haven't been here before, every single beer, every core beer has its own glass that is not only designed for the best drinking experience, but also for the size, the pour size. I came up with a, a formula called the golden ratio. And so what you do is... It's called what? The golden ratio? The golden ratio. Oh, that's tight. We're, we're What's the golden ratio? The I'm golden, using that. I'm stealing it. The golden ratio um, is uh, basically a, a relatively simple formula, but it just ensures that you're always consuming the same amount of alcohol no matter what. Because we make 10% beers, 8% beers, 6% beers, all relatively high on the... You know, normal consuming yeah, yeah. scale, and so we knew right away. Well, geez, we're not going to be pouring a pint of ten percent beer like that. That's ridiculous. And so, came well, up with that, this that, that doesn't sound ridiculous to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> For you, that's one hundred percent normal. Um, and so, came up with this formula, and um, so that if you're drinking a ten percent beer, you get less beer, but. Uh, you will get the same amount of beer as if you're drinking a 6% beer. Or you know what? That makes sense. Just so it doesn't catch people off guard. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of times people are ordering something. They're not going to go, well, how much alcohol is in that? What percentage is that? They're just going to enjoy the beer. You right? And all of a sudden, next you know, I have two or we three and you're done. Right? Exactly. We take care of all of that. Um, and so this is what this is our saison glass, but we've also put the sour in here because it's just very appropriate uh, for, the, for the drinking experience. It's beautiful to look at. It's got this gorgeous pink color right and it's nice Valentine's in your Day. hand it's nice in your hand holds real nice exactly right? exactly I, you know i want to i want to cling again that's how cling. much i'm enjoying this beer yeah as we we're sitting here another dish arrived yeah what's that what this we have in front of us uh the cod cheeks and so it's called what cod cheeks cod cheeks cod cheeks yeah the fish oh so the fish actually have like meaty cheeks right um so 
here in Manitoba, the best comparison would be pickerel cheeks. Yep. They're much smaller, right? They're like they're tiny little medallion things. Um, these cod cheeks are nice and, and big and and happy. They come from Fogo Island. <laughs> I guess because they're smiling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they come from Fogo Island, and so um, we buy these from an eighth generation fishing family all line caught and flown in directly. So when we bring in an order, Tyrone goes to the airport with the van, gets it right off the plane and into onto a plate and into your mouth. So the sauce is um, that is good. and there's shishito peppers on there. And um, Oh my God, I ate it the Kevin way again, right? I didn't put it on my own plate. I just ate up. <laughs> just give the it. Main, I'm so sorry. Hey, that's fine. Uh, they're shareable plates. That's what we focus on. But you can pull right in, right from right from the plate. Savage. Okay. It's, I, I it's good. It's good. I can't all of a sudden be civilized. I got to go with everybody. In the, I'm diving in, in too. I'm diving in. That is really good. This is my go-to dish if I'm um, working. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. If I'm working late, this is the this is the dish I'm ordering. And you weren't gonna make food. I know. You were just gonna brew beer. I know, I know. But here's the thing. Like, once we decided, we're like, okay, hey, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. We're going to go all in, right? And so. I'm I, telling you, you are all in. Thank you. You are all in. That is. Thank you. That is thank you. so good. That is so thank good. You. The only problem is. What's my usual problem? It's just not enough for you. It's not enough. That bowl should be like double the size. <laughs> well, once someone tastes that, they're not going to be like, this, this bowl is puny. I did. I, I, I stole from you. Well, what are you going to do? Wait till the duck comes out. The duck will take you, jettison you to another world. I look forward to it. We mentioned Valentine's Day. What do you guys do? This, okay, I'm looking around this room. So cozy. So nice. I look out the window. It's winter outside. It, I look around the room. It's so nice and toasty and cozy. There's couches, great tables. It's just a really inviting room. What are you guys doing for Valentine's? We are uh, going to keep it simple this year. We talked about reservations. We talked about the whole thing. But to be quite honest, we just don't have the equipment. We don't have the kitchen to accommodate the traditional um, reservation, ticketed event, what, what have you. Yep. And so we're just going to be open. So whoever wants to come, come down, please. Um, drink some raspberry Drink sour. some raspberry kettle sour. It's going to be on tap. Um, and, um, yeah, you're having a, a sneak peek right now. It's not technically available to the, to the public yet, but come down and just have a relaxed time, right? We're not, we're not going to have to worry about reservations, whether you're eating too fast or too slow or whatever, just you don't care. come on down. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be busy. I hope so. I mean, it's you're gonna um, get a lot of calls for people trying to make reservations, it, but now we're announcing you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Just get down here. Yeah, Exactly. It's, it's actually a very special day for us because it was actually the first time we hosted a pop-up with Tyrone. The first time Tyrone cooked with Nonsuch for the public was Valentine's last year. So Really? Yeah, so pretty pretty, pretty momentous occasion. It's like an internal Valentine's, huh? Uh-huh. With you and your chef, huh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm looking around as we're talking only because I really love this space. I really love what you've turned it into. We were in shambles last time on chairs you know with oh, all sorts brutal. of construction stuff around us <laughs> yeah. and i wondered what is this going to turn into mm-hmm. i just don't get I, I just don't get how it's become this i just i just don't understand it do you step back sometimes and think how did how did we get here um 
absolutely uh, almost every single day it's just um it's just yeah amazing amazing to have um so many people invested in seeing the success of this and so that's the thing i always retain it's just everyone cares so much and that's the feedback we get from customers too how do you find those people how do you find people who care so much um by being patient and not just necessarily saying yep to the first person right just really focusing on the character of the person we hired out of the gate we we actually deliberately sought out folks with no experience but just focused on the character so that we could everything else you can teach them exactly right. exactly oh, if, if sometimes if, if if it's easier to have a blank slate and teach someone what they need exactly. to know about you know mechanically how to serve and how you want things served but you can't teach good character you, exactly you, you, can't, right? you can't right you can't teach someone to be a warm loving person you can't teach someone to be a caring person none of those I, i've things. tried it with krista for years and it hasn't worked <laughs> oh you're beautiful Thank you, man girl. all right oh, my okay <laughs> so sorry awesome it smells good Looks yeah, beautiful. so this was made fresh um, just, uh, I don't know, an oh, hour ago. And we have, so good. We have um, beautiful blue cheese on this, uh, on the gnocchi, and we have some uh, house-smoked bacon. Wow. And, um, it's amazing how fast we're willing to cheat on the fish, right? <laughs> yeah, right. We're all into on. the fish, then a new plate comes <laughs> in. We just <laughs> forgot the fish, and now we're into something else. There are some. I saw. I see some almonds. I didn't realize. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, I'm so have. sorry, muffin. I guess this I'm gonna have to consume that all by myself. Okay. Make sure nobody's talking. Make sure nobody's more for us. <laughs> <laughs> for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty too, right? Yeah, it like is they pretty. care back there. They absolutely care about everything all the time. We're having meetings, and um, we're, we, 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 we love to explore. We love to spitball. We love, we love sharing bad ideas, right? Just throw it out there. Who cares? Because it might inspire something else. Um, and you bug the person in fun, and then you move on. Exactly. Or it's a great idea. Exactly. Right? 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 Yeah. But, but what's, fun. what's also cool is that um, what, I love, what I love about the team is, like, you know, you would think maybe me in my position, I need to, well, you know, I need to question, well, will this, will this maintain the integrity of the company? Will this maintain the image? Uh, everyone's saying it for me, for us, for us as founders. The employees are saying that. The employees are questioning us. Well, what about the integrity of the company? What about this? Not like, man, I, I started this company. <laughs> 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 I'd be all offended. What are you talking about, <laughs> Billy? You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> the door's that way. Um, it's just amazing to have uh, to have everyone just so invested. Dude, thank you for having us. This has been awesome as usual. Like you keep leveling up every time we I come here. I can't wait until next time. Yeah, let's come tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there won't be too much leveling up after tomorrow. We want a completely different uh, and new stuff. There you, go. there you go. Give us give us uh, a bit of time, and we'll get, we'll, right. get, we'll come up with something cool. All right. Um, you can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We're on Twitter too. We're Twitter. on everything. Yeah. We're on Twitter. Are we? <laughs> you, you didn't know that? We're on Twitter. Or you can listen to our podcast on iGoons or, to, or Google Play or Spotify. She does it. Spotify. And Google Play. Anywhere else. Anywhere else. That's the main ingredient today. On 680 CJLB. Thank you.
is 680 CJOB. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.